0: Hi there, this is Charles Kelly. Welcome to Money Tips, uh, the first week of February 2022. In case you don't know me, I am the author of two books, Yes Money Can Buy You Happiness and Borrow and Grow Rich, my latest book out now. Uh, both books talk about money, both talks about wealth management, how to create wealth, how to be happy with more money, but also enjoy more money and make more money. Now this is particularly pertinent in, pertinent in these times, which today we see that rates in the UK have gone up again in the in the space of a few months the bank of england have put up rates they've doubled rates from a quarter to percent to uh, 0.5% in the UK this is to cool rising inflation soaring cost of living costs and it comes at a time when energy bills due to a price cap by an organization called ofgem has been uh, raised and many bills could go up by as much as eight hundred pounds a year to an average of two thousand pounds a year. Now energy bills and gas and electricity typically would cost about a thousand pounds a year. Um, you know, I, I've got a HMO property and you expect about a hundred and something pounds a month, but now, you know, this is going up to serious amounts of money now, two thousand pounds, which is quite a lot out of your taxed income. So if you've got to find another eight hundred pounds, that means you've got to earn, you know, a thousand to 1200 pounds per year gross from your salary just to end up with a net 800 pounds extra in your pocket just to pay for utilities just to keep your house warm and your 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 house lit and warm in, in the winter. Now fortunately we're coming into the springtime at the moment but there are many people in the country that cannot afford to heat their homes properly. And they have to decide whether to heat or eat. And, you know, you have these food banks that give out food to people who can't afford food. Well, now they also give out fuel. Our local Rotary Club supported the food bank. They said, look, we don't need any more food because we've got loads of tin goods uh, supplied by supermarkets and that sort of thing. Uh, But we do need fuel vouchers. We need vouchers for gas and electricity that people who pay for their fuel through these key meters, they call them. They're horrible things that they charge the most their electricity through these meters and many people couldn't afford to top them up so there's a lot of people in trouble out there and you know then at the same time we have inflation you know going up by over five percent in most countries and you know if you actually take out of that food and basic necess- necessities which make up a bigger proportion of the poorer people's pay packet that is going up by around 20 percent. And, and I think it's even more. I think some items in the shops have gone up by at least 50%. And if you're on low wages, that makes up a big proportion of your family's budget. So things are getting tough out there. And, you know, basic prices uh, for utilities and things that you, know, you can't get away with without gas and electricity and fuel. And as these rise, this is what inevitably suck out money from the economy, from the stuff that we spend on that keeps the economy moving, like, you know, stuff that we buy, our economy is consumer driven. So it means less money for pubs and restaurants, less money for the shops that, and and people spending money on cars and new goods. And that will, inevitably we drive the country into a recession. And it comes at a time when, you know, things should be good. We should be coming out of this pandemic, uh, things, you know, it looks like the the virus is is gradually fading away with, with newer variants and things are opening up in the economy but this is a hammer blow to the government i expect that you know this this inflation and and fuel costs going up with you know tensions in in ukraine and places like that where you know wars could, could we could be into a war situation and you know russia could end up in dispute with europe you know there's a lot of things going on there and that of course is affecting markets now the ecb european central bank there's hints there that they are widely expected to raise interest rates, and the U.S. Federal Reserve could follow. The bond markets have already been uh, anticipating this, uh, and stock markets around the world are falling again today, uh, threatening a correction or a crash. I've been talking about this for several months now. I'm expecting a crash this year, early this year, very soon. Uh, but we don't know when, of course. I mean, the government could try and uh, defy gravity and keep pumping the money into the market to keep it going up. But I think that that. That stimulus will eventually run out of of steam and the markets will crash so if you if you're heavily into stocks and shares at the moment if your pension is heavily invested and exposed to the stock market i would have a word with your financial advisor i'm not your financial advisor but i would definitely have a word with your financial advisor to, to take uh to, to move some of your money out of stock so that you're not so exposed and maybe take a more cautious uh approach to to your investments many people think well the stock market doesn't affect me but it does affect you it affects your pensions it it affects how much money you're going to get back when you are retiring Uh, now UK stock markets are down by around half a percent as I'm speaking at the moment Dow Jones and Nasdaq again down by over two percent today they have been bouncing around but they are still you know something like 11 to 15 percent down on their highs of last year Uh, so they're already heading downwards they're into correction territory already now depending on when you're watching this I mean you might be watching this in a day or two's time and markets might have bounced back again but I, I think it's only a matter of time before these markets do eventually fall and and then we're going to see real problems for the stock markets in the longer term for companies and for properties uh inevitably in in the future properties at the moment are are holding their own They're certainly in the UK there was a figure come out that in January to January they rose 11% on the year Uh, but that that seems to be defying the reality out there in what's going on in the in the wider economy of course you've always had the rich and the poor Uh, you've always had this gap but I think life is is really going to get tougher for millions of people in the UK Europe and America as the coming recession starts to, to bite you know prices are rising much faster than incomes and you know it's the old saying the rich are getting richer and the poor are getting richer the poor <laughs> the poor are getting poorer i mean uh, that's the old cliche but it's never been more true than it than it is at the moment with billionaires you know their, their wealth is going up by billions during the the the, the lockdown but you know, a lot of small businesses and people in ordinary jobs are really suffering particularly people on fixed incomes like people on pensions where the pensions uh indexes and the rises are are going up by 2 and 3% and prices are going up by 5%. That, that starts to really affect people. It really starts to, to bite. So life is getting tougher. So now is the time, I think, to protect your assets and plan for your future because we could be in for a bumpy ride in, in the next few years. Other news in today is, is that Facebook, uh, you know, Facebook have been growing like this for years, haven't they? Uh, that their, their market share keeps growing, the number of users keep growing, but the number of users has faltered for the first time in 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 years uh, their their shares plunged by uh, 20% today I mean they might have bounced back by the time you get this news and it wiped 200 billion dollars off of the the value of Facebook now I don't think marker uh, uh, it's actually their their parent company Meta I don't think Mark Zuckerberg is going to be worried about the odd 200 billion here or there to, to his wealth but it, it, it will affect the company. Um, and maybe this is in a response, uh, maybe more people are going on to, 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 to newer platforms. You know, we, we, like TikTok is growing crazily. I think it was the fastest growing social media platform in the world last year. And a lot of young people are coming out of Facebook. They think, well, I don't want to be on the same platform as my my dad and my grandparents. Uh, so, so people are coming. But Facebook is still there. It's still a major platform uh, for advertising, you know, most of the world is still on Facebook. But, you know, the markets and the stock markets want you to keep growing all the time. They don't like to see dips. They want to see growth every year. You know, how much are you going to grow by next year? They want to see 10 and 20% earnings growth every single year. They don't want to see faltering. And that's why there was a bit of a sell-off of, of those shares. Another famous company, PayPal, uh, I think was originally started by Elon Musk and then sold on. PayPal value has already plunged as well as um, they found out there's 4.5 million uh, you know, false or fake accounts uh, so so that's that's bad news for them I, I guess they they will um, eventually bounce back but but PayPal has been a major disruptor for the banking industry and it's been followed by lots of these challenger banks coming in challenging the the, the superiority of of the the major banks. And and they're very good actually, they're they're, they're very easy to use, use it from your phone, very good for international transfers as well, very cheap as well. Uh, As I said, property prices in the UK have continued to rise. So anybody owning assets such as property in the last few years, I think it's done very, very well. They've certainly become richer in the last few years. Um, One thing about property in the UK, it does vary depending on where it is. Of an article recently, uh, detached houses have grown twice as fast as smaller homes. And certainly I've seen flats in, in the London area in particular go down in price. Uh, they've been failing to sell, they've been sticking around for a while. And I, I get emails every day saying price reduction, price dropped as, as sellers realize that they're not going to get the big money they thought they would because people are wanting bigger properties and they're prepared to move out of London and out of the big cities in order to get that, that different lifestyle. Um, so yeah, people have got, owned assets like assets in companies, and, and shares have done very, very well in the last few years. But is this party going to continue? So I think now's the time to get control of your finances in 2022. And, and this means you've got to start look like planning for the future. You've got to start really thinking about your finances, um, thinking about how to manage your money, thinking about how to make more money. And to help you do that, I've got some free training for you. You can find that at the end of the link on the notes here. Uh, because we know how millionaires and billionaires manage their money. They've, they, they've got habits and traits, success leaves tracks, as they say, and you can follow their tracks and become more financially free, better off financially, and, and eventually become completely financially free where you won't have to rely on working for somebody else. So if you'd like to learn more about investing, managing your money, becoming a property property investor perhaps, you know, look at the, uh, the, the training there. You can become financially free without necessarily working any harder than you are now. You can also get into property without having any money of your own. And I'll give you a special free gift to help you immediately transform your finances just for, for watching the video. Click on the link below and, and have a look at that. Uh, and, and remember that it's not about how much, how hard you work and how many years you work for. It's how, how you manage your money and, and, and the things you do. Uh, you know, my parents worked very hard all their life uh, but it didn't really help them become financially free. And you know, in, in these days now, more and more people are working for the big corporations. A lot of small businesses have been just been wiped out by, by the big companies. And, you know, you look around the shops, uh, look at the, the little uh, businesses that have just gone. You know, I, I walk down the high street, the butcher, baker, fishmonger, greengrocers, uh, you know, hardware stores have all gone. You know, now it's it's Tesco's, it's Marks and Spencer's, it's uh, B&Q warehouses. So everybody's working for somebody else. Uh, yes, there are still people working for themselves, um, but, but they're, they're finding it tough as well because if you work for yourself, if you're, a, I know, a freelance self-employed gardener or dog groomer, yeah, you can make money, uh, but you know, you don't get sick pay, you don't get much of a pension, you have to row your own boat there and if if there's changes in legislation or more red tape more compliance as they say uh, then th- this can have an effect on you and, and we've certainly seen that in in the the lockdown and the government here spent billions trying to support businesses and and it turns out that 4.5 billion has just been lost it's been written off by by the treasury And I predicted this a couple of years ago. I said that these loans were just being thrown around and given out like confetti at a wedding. And I I knew that there were not the the normal checks and balances when lending this money because the banks were guaranteed by us, the taxpayer. So they were just giving out this money to anybody uh, who applied. And we know, I knew, I I told you at the time that there'll be a lot of uh, uh, fraud going on here. And a lot of people will just run off with this money and never pay it back. And, and the government have lost 4.5 billion pounds of taxpayers' money. I, I, I imagine they will still try and trace some of that. But technically, it's been written off the books at the moment. But I, I imagine the people who owe the money will still be chased. But I, 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 th- I think billions will be lost. Just like billions have been lost, rushing to buy PPE that was never used. Uh, apparently, 10 billion of that has been wasted. So there you go, 15 billion. A billion here, a billion there. Just throw it around, you know, uh, and it's gone. And eventually that will have to be paid back by by taxpayers in the UK. And I think it's it's similar for other countries. Uh, The country now owes two trillion. That's the national debt. They spent three or four hundred billion during the lockdown. So that's going to have to be paid back. And I I think that's going to be paid back by higher taxes. Taxes are already going up this spring. So the average person is facing uh, higher fuel bills, higher bills in the shop and a tax rise uh in 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 march so that that's all going to suck money out of the economy so now is the time to definitely get control of your finances have a look at my free training and find out how you can become financially free get control of your money and start to to make more money so that you're not reliant on somebody else or blaming the government every time something goes wrong thanks for listening and have, have a have a good day wherever you are and stay safe and do do remember to look at that training. This is Charles Kelly bringing your money tips to help you save, earn, invest, accumulate, and enjoy more money. Thank you.